A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Lions Watch, the Football Rambles regular look at what's going on with the England men's football team. I'm Marcus Speller. And I'm held hostage. I'm Luke Moore. In today's edition, we bring you good news and bad news on England strikers as we discuss Ivan Tony's sparkling form and Tammy Abraham's struggles in Rome. Elsewhere, Jose Mourinho steps up for examination on this week's Take Thermometer, as do you. We'll determine whether your takes on the England team are a Carolina Reaper or just a plain old lemon and herb. the worst performance I've ever seen from an England team, ever. We were totally hopeless for 90 minutes. It's another wretched night for England at a major tournament. And did you also miss a left-footed player down the left side? Yeah, but where is that player? How are we going to win this tournament as England? And England win on penalties! A semi-final won by England at long Right, Luke Moore. No more defenders. Do you know what? For, for now. We're not gonna, we, we all know about the defence. We all know that, that Rhys James and w- w- yeah. whether he's going to play, whether he's going to be picked. Yeah. Might be, uh, I said no more defenders. Fine, sorry. All, I, all I've had this yeah. week are, all they do is talk about defenders on it. And all they do is do take the bomber. And I don't like the take the bomber. And that's just rubbish. your family, isn't it? Yeah. And I said, well, I haven't put it out yet. Yeah. <laughs> 
It's not oh, even been released. But you, you, you said you were being held hostage, but it is a bit of a Stockholm syndrome because yeah. you do love being here as well. You've learned, you've learned to love me. It's quite, I have over the, over the years. Um, no choice. I've, I've, um, I've found Lions Watch interesting this time around because normally it's building up, the, the weather's getting warmer, the evenings are getting lighter, yes. we're getting towards the end of the season. That's right. And it's going to be a summer of love, mm. right? It's opposite. Every summer is a summer of love when we're doing Lions Watch. Yeah. Now it's kind of the opposite way around and it feels a bit to me like when I lived in New Zealand Ooh. and as we were approaching Christmas, all the decorations started to go up, but the weather started getting warmer. People were talking about the beach. People, mm. And it was very, very odd for me to deal with. And finally for now, mm. just to tack another metaphor on the end of this yeah. very painful section. <laughs> when you lived um, in Portsmouth. When someone gave me a cheese muffin once and I didn't realise it was a cheese muffin, I thought it was a standard common or garden sweet muffin. Yeah. And my brain couldn't process it. No, that is a bit of an... So that's how I'm feeling. Yeah. But anyway, look, I'll try and have the best time I possibly can well, um, and get through it. Well, we're going we're gonna to start with some good news. Yeah, okay. To, to, to sort of sweeten that cheese... Uh, uh, muffin, muffin or whatever it was. Yeah. Um, the, the, the good news is that Tony, Ivan Tony's hitting form at the right time. I mean, he's he's been in great form this season. Uh, he's he's scoring a lot of goals. He's playing well. He is. Pl- is there anybody who looks more confident with the football at their feet in the Premier League than Ivan Tony? Har- Harland. He, well, he he, does, he prefers the ball just in front of him, doesn't he? True. So he can la- he he's can not got, dive into uh, it. Harland's not really got a relation, a working relationship with the ball. As soon as it comes <laughs> yeah. near and it gets smashed into the back that's of the net, right, and that's, that's what's right. next. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> he's he's no time for a full on relationship nah, with the ball. No, nah. he's just he's just one hit. Keep it casual. Exactly. <laughs> Kevin De Bruyne will do that. Harland is Harland's relationship with the ball is very much a one night stand. <laughs> Endless one night stands. I wouldn't. I wouldn't even say it would last a whole night. No, he's a, gig, he's a gigolo of football. Mr. <laughs> yeah. Broyd is much more of a tender lover. Whereas Ivan Tony, my goodness, yeah. If you're the ball and you Ivan see Tony, Ivan Tony, those are the treat the ball. He certainly yeah. does. He <laughs> certainly does. Uh, you you can't complain about anything Tony's doing in that relationship if you're the ball. Um, but he but he's 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 looking great and he's looking like the type of player who's not phased by anything. No, absolutely not. I think I think it's I think so. Tony's journey is an interesting one. Uh, as a fan of a football league club, I can remember a lot of excited talk around Ivan Tony when he came out of that kind of quite difficult period, even by his own admission at Newcastle, when mm. he ended up you know on the scenic route um, to and ended up in Peterborough. You know, as we've all done the you know, scenic route to the Premier League. We've all done, we've all done a lovely <laughs> drive, and before we know it, we're in Peterborough, <laughs> and uh, he that's where he really hit, hit his straps yeah. properly, right? So the point being that. I remember being in um, a pre-season preview show, not for the Ramble, for someone else, mm-hmm. way back in the, a few years ago, where it got to the point where, when we were talking about who's going to do well in League One this season, people were basically saying, whoever Ivan Tony get yeah. goes to. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. Um, if he stays at Preacher, great. If he doesn't, you know, all the rest of it. He's a fantastic player. He's a player that um, I think can consider himself really unlucky mm. to be included in that England squad for those two games and not feature. I don't understand why he didn't feature. Mm-hmm. I thought it was a bit of a mistake by Southgate to not see him at any point because I, don't, I just don't really see what the point is other than oh, just, wow. just saying that he's around the camp and all the rest of it. England got themselves in a silly position where they were like, oh my goodness, we need to win the games otherwise we get relegated so therefore we need our best 11s and these are the last game. Or not yeah. best 11s but like a tasty 11. But to not see him at all. <laughs> yeah, that is a shame. Got, you've got him in the squad presumably because you think he's good enough yeah. and Southgate's comments since then mm-hmm. saying things like well you know um, he can absolutely get into the World Cup squad blah 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 it's like well you obviously think he's good enough then mm-hmm. otherwise why why are you doing this so what I'd like to talk about is how he plays mm-hmm. and in what style he plays and 
what Brentford generally do because I think that's probably the well that is the only thing we've got to go on right yeah because he hasn't played for England so yeah but he has been called up to a squad so he's, he's been in a squad there which 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 is why I think it's relevant because some people um, might say well he's never played a game but the fact is he was called up to the squad shows that Southgate's a little bit interested yeah of course he is yeah he has to be Brentford generally play two up front right mm. Tony and Buomo mm. and they'll sometimes play a four three three with Wister on the left. And Boyum on the right, and Tony through the middle. Yeah. Um, he. What I like about Tony is he occupies defenders really well, and I think maybe because at the time of recording this, this is the freshest in my memory. If you watch the game where Brentford beat Brighton, mm-hmm. he was really Bright, Brighton played with three centre backs that day, and he was really good at occupying them. So he started off targeting the right centre back, which would have been Joel Veltman. Mm. Um, in the kind of left channel and really occupied him in a kind of Mikel Antonio kind of way. That's a Mikel Antonio's yeah. kind of trademark move, right? Well, but, but he's got the goals as well to back it up. He has. He ha- well, but, but yeah, that's fair. I'm not trying to compare him to Mikel Antonio. No. I'm, just, I'm just saying that in, in, in that way, I'm just saying that he, he mm. kind of set about it in the way that you have to if you're a modern forward in the Premier League. Yeah. But at one point or another... Industry. Yeah, definitely. And at one point or another, he was able to occupy different mm. ones depending on what he was being asked to do and he was able to do it really well. So he's definitely got that physical presence as well as that the other skills that we've kind of touched on. And then what was also interesting about that game is Brighton had a tremendous amount of the ball. I mean, if you look back at it now, I think they had 75% possession Brighton mm. and they didn't score because the reasons we've talked about elsewhere on the ramble. What Brentford were able to do is really make it count, be mm. much more ruthless. When the opportunities presented themselves, mm. he he was able to take advantage of that. Um, to me, that's really important, chiefly because he's not going to struggle in terms of ability and talent to beat some of the weaker teams in the World Cup if he if he has to play, I agree with that. He's, he's he's good enough to beat to play a part in beating Iran, Wales, and the USA on this day. Now I'm not saying England have it all their own way. I'm not dismissing those teams because it may not go that way. But if England don't do well and Tony plays, it won't be because he isn't good enough, right? He's definitely got the talent. The problem is, does he really offer you extra when it comes down to the big knockout games in the latter half of the tournament? And ideally. If that happens, mm-hmm. he's not going to play anyway in the right situation because Kane's going to be there. Yes. If if Tony is starting up front for England in the quarterfinal of the World Cup, respectfully, mm-hmm. it's because something's gone wrong with Harry Kane. Right, and we yeah. all know that. Yeah. So what I would say then is, and I haven't even talked about his penalty technique yet, which is really important yeah. and, and is a part of what I'm about well, to say. We could definitely do with that. We could. Um, is that if Kane, this is the question that I'll throw to you. Yeah. If Kane is unavailable for any reason, yeah. What does Gareth Southgate want to do? Does he want to replace as best he can, like for like, mm-hmm. or does he want to change it entirely? Now, if he wants to do it like for like, he has to pick Ivan Tony. I totally agree. And with you. I think if if you go back far enough, mm-hmm. even at the point when Tony was going to sign for Brentford, which he eventually did, there was a lot of reports that Spurs wanted him as a backup for Kane. Then, mm-hmm. so he's obviously there's more people than just you and I think that he's similar. Mm-hmm. He also replaces you on the penalty situation. He yep. can't be phased. Yep. He's, he's statistically a better penalty taker than Kane anyway. Mm-hmm. And I think his technique is really effective. Yep. His technique's really interesting. Mm-hmm. Maybe we'll come on to that in a bit. But that's the way I would throw it to you. Do you think that Southgate should go like for like? And if he does, it sounds like you do think this. Um, should it be Tony? I, I, I think it has to be Tony. I really do. And I'm actually quite excited at the prospect of England having a proper 
forward who is an actual backup to Kane rather than oh it's, it's, is it Watkins or Calvert Lewin or Rings or you know some some, some or Abraham or, or who some, are all who, different who are decent yeah. strikers you know but again when we when we spoke about uh, Crystal Palace on Wednesday the stat was we in in relation to Wilfred Zaha um, how many goals he'd scored in in the calendar year of 2022 well we can shorten that because only Harry Kane and Song Hyung Min have scored more than Ivan Tony uh, in the Premier League. Um, which is mm. which is quite something, really. Um, uh, Harland is is there or thereabouts, but it shows you what Tony's done in this last in in this year of 2022. And I think he's got. I I, I would be very surprised and downright disappointed mm. in Gareth if he didn't take Ivan Tony because for all of those reasons you said, there's nothing I can really add to that. But he is an exciting player as well, and I think that this would be one that I think the fans would get involved with as well. I don't I don't think anybody can progress. Tony, I mean, Tony, Tony spoke about his prospects uh, for, for, for the World Cup recently and he said I'm ready to go everyone's talking about England I was disappointed not to get on last time but you've got to keep working with England you are playing with the best of the best without being big headed I didn't feel out of place I felt I was ready for that step and whenever it comes along I'm ready and I believe every word in that yeah, paragraph yeah I do, I do too and, I, and I, th- I think Thomas Frank said something as well similar where he said mm. he's just the most naturally confident player he's totally. not cocky he's a good guy he's not mm. arrogant but he's very confident all the time yeah. and really that's what you need, particularly if you're a striker, because you are going to miss chances, for example. And mm-hmm. if you let that affect you, I, I sometimes think a lot of strikers, even at the top level, it feels to me like not as much is made of how much it affects them when they miss a chance. Mm. And he doesn't seem to be someone that gets a, gets phased by that. No, um, I think you've obviously got to be feel like you're comfortable among that among that elite group. Uh, there's no reason why you wouldn't feel like that. I also think that he should feel disappointed that he wasn't featured. He didn't feature for the reasons that we've already said. Mm. Um, his penalty technique is interesting as well. He's spoken about that. He talks about how he never looks at the ball because the ball doesn't move. He mm. knows where the ball is, which kind of makes sense when you think about it. Well, I hope Yuri Geller's still on us. <laughs> well, quite. Yeah. We do need Yuri. Hopefully, we can get Yuri as part of the part of the, uh, the, the the support staff. Part of the fifty-five squad. Yeah, but yeah. Well, I'm not sure he's a player. I think he might be the, he's in his seventies now. Uh, will we call him the fifty-sixth man? Yeah, he <laughs> would like that. He, 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 Tony, this is not Yuri. Okay. Looks for the goalkeeper to move. Mm. In fact, you can go and watch that again. I think Sky Sports did a, a bit on it in the penalty yeah. score against Brighton. Yeah. You see um, Robert Sanchez move mm. and he just puts it the other side. And I think, I think. Mind you, though, some keeper will stand up to that soon and we'll see what Tony does then. But, but the thing, the way Tony does it mm-hmm. is I think that his run up is so short on purpose yeah. that he can change it up. Well, I suppose if a keeper stays still, then the keeper. Because with if the keeper stays still you, into the corner, he's you're not all right. Save it, yeah. Because because you, you, that's the thing with the goalkeeper. If they stay still and try and psych him out, what they're hoping for is the penalty not to go fully in the corner. Then you've got a chance. Yeah. Whereas if you see some goalkeepers, they commit to a corner and they go full pelt into yeah, the exactly. corner, which is why you need a penalty hit like Kane's to go in that in, into the corner. Otherwise, the keeper's got a good chance. Whereas with Tony, if they stay still, he goes well. Thanks very much. Into the corner it goes, and you've got no chance. So it's really interesting how modern players approach penalties. I know I talk a lot about this, and, and hopefully it's not too boring. But they obviously seem to approach it in a variety of different ways for a reason, and that reason will be what works for them personally. And I've always been critical of players like a Jorginho, who mm. seems to bring it and make it a bit overcomplicated. But that, I, I totally understand that in my role, that is a, mort- a mere mortal yeah. saying something about a top professional athlete who clearly can think in a number of the ways that mm. I can't about professional sport. I get that. For me, it feels like the age-old kind of adage, which is if you take a good solid run-up and you've got your technique on point and you strike it well, you can't really miss anyway. You've got a big chance. Of yeah. Scoring. So, so 
But then Tony seems like he wants to do it this way. Jorginho famously does it another way. That came unstuck against Pickford in the Euros, but mm. they still won the shootout. Oh, and Switzerland in the qualifying for the Ex- World Cup. Exactly. And didn't, did he not miss more than one penalty in that in that qualification campaign? I think, I think he, he, did, he might yeah. have done. He might have put one over the bar at one point. Anyway, um, that that don't, don't hold me to that. The final thing I wanted to bring back on Tony is the idea that, um, and I don't know, I'd be interested to hear your thoughts on how how important you think this is in this day and age, because I'm totally un totally on board with the idea that as soon as Tony gets called up to a squad, the teams who know they'll be planning and will have done a report on him and would have looked at him for sure. But there is still an idea that in tournaments, mm. an X factor yeah. is quite interesting. I agree with you. And I'm not suggesting that you, you, you would be able to replicate, say, what Toto Scalacci did in 1990 because it's a different world now and he came from nowhere and people wouldn't have known that much about him. Elsewhere in that World Cup, England kind of dismissed Cameroon. That All that stuff would never happen yeah, now. Yeah, of course. But Tony... There are modern day equivalents, and you could say Jack Grealish was one of them in the Euros last time around. Slightly different reasons. Yeah, that's a good point. The thing I'd bring in with Tony is that, is to my knowledge, and I don't think there's any way he would have. He, done hasn't, it. he hasn't got an England cap. So and if he's in the squad, well, they're not going to do as much work on but him. But he's also never would... played in Europe. Yeah, yeah, so, exactly. yeah, so, yeah. So you can do all the stuff you want. Yeah. But if you've got a lot of players for the USA who are based in mm. European clubs, yeah. they're never going to play against no, them. No, they're not. And also, as well, and again, I can't stress the point. All that stuff, he's never played for England and he's never played a game of, of European football. It doesn't worry me about him. Yeah. Whereas most players, you would think, well, because even sometimes with, say, Declan Rice in the midfield, I've, mm, things with Rice, even though he's played in the Euros final, so that probably negates the point. But before the Euros, I'd be like, you know, he hasn't played much in Europe. Obviously, he has with West Ham. No, he's never played in the Champions League, you know, so has he played at the top yeah, level? Yeah, but, but I think Rice is, I think, but to me, that's interesting you say that because to me, that is. The, the the stuff you're saying about Tony, mm. I feel about Rice because the only reason Rice hasn't played at that level mm. is because he's basically committed himself to West Ham for now. Yeah, okay. and they have played in Europe well, to, to, to the to the latter stages of a European competition, and he's proved himself to be uh, worthy of the England shirt. The the, the, sort of the, the badder news with regards to England strikers, um, of course, is with perhaps Tammy Abraham, who I think. I think Tammy Abraham is probably in Southgate's thoughts more than any other striker. Southgate likes him. He's worked with him quite a bit. But, but because he doesn't have to think about Kane anyway, he's just done and dusted. So exactly, yeah. Oh, yeah. But Abraham's knock, been knocking around the squad for a while. Now, he scored 17 goals in Serie A last season as well as nine goals in, in, in Europe where he played a, a key part in Roma's Europa Conference League victory, of course. Uh, and he was the obvious backup to Harry Kane. And some people would have, would have thought that for, for a, a few years, perhaps. Because, again, I think that position's up for grabs. It was Calvert-Lewin, it seemed to be, in, in the Euros. But that seems, due to injury and maybe not so good performances since then, people say, oh, blimey, that seems quite far, a long time ago now. But with regards to Abraham, um, he has only scored two uh, goals for Roma this season. Uh, his last goal was like five weeks ago. He's, he's been dropped to the bench for two of Roma's last three games and only played the full 90 minutes twice all season. And Jose Mourinho himself, and, and this is actually not going to be his main mention on the show, but as, yeah. he, as he manages, he, he, he manages to pop up everywhere. Um, but Mourinho himself said about Abraham's ability to contribute outside of scoring goals, he has to do it. He has to drop deep when the team needs him. Maybe he can struggle more mentally to do it, but that was also the mission. Now, he's talking about dropping deep. That's what Kane does. Uh, for England and for Spurs as well. So a, a little bit of criticism there for from Mourinho, and that normally happens, obviously, when a player, Mourinho, is not getting the tune out of that player that he, that he has previously or, or, or he wants to get more out of him. Mm-hmm. And so I think that Abraham, we know what he can do, 
and it, and it's not a bad option. And and he had a good season last year, and he's maybe just starting slowly, and, and he could burst into life as the season goes on. I think that looking at previous squads with with England, so we we take Russia 2018, even though it seems a long time ago now, and we take the Euros in Russia. England played a three five two. And so you had two up front, which was which was Kane and Sterling offering very different options. Yeah. Uh, there, Jamie Vardy was on the bench, featured a little bit. Uh, Marcus Rashford was also on the bench, featured uh, perhaps a, a touch more. Danny Welbeck was there, didn't really play that much. Um, in the Euros, again, you had uh, Raheem Sterling as, as a registered forward, but he's a, he's a wide man as, as we know. Um, Kane was in the centre. Rashford was in the squad. It was really the only other option behind uh, Kane, as I say, was Dominic Calvert-Lewin. So I wonder if Southgate will pick three registered forwards, if he would say pick Kane, Tony and Abraham, um, or he will go for Kane, one of Tony or Abraham, and maybe he brings Marcus Rashford back in, who's having a bit better of season. I think the second option there is more likely. Right, okay. And I, I, and I think that, there's a lot to unpack there, but yeah. I, I think that Rashford is kind of resurgent mm-hmm. if he carries on the same direction mm-hmm. given his history and given his quality and given the the way that United are going at the moment. We scored three Premier League goals this season, one yeah. less than he managed in the whole of last season. So he's, he's yeah. demonstrably having and, a better season. And, and those three have come, I think he's only played six games as a central striker mm. as well. So, But he's, he looks more at the races, doesn't he? Definitely. And mm. I think that's a, that's a big factor. And I think I've never been fully convinced by Tammy Abraham. Mm-hmm. I've never I've never felt like so, so obviously England have suffered in a way by having so many young English strikers that have come through that are in the position they're currently in a good notch or two below the quality of Kane. Mm. But it's a paradox because they can never show mm. consistently whether they're capable of getting to that level because they don't play for England long enough because they never get a chance to because Kane always plays, yeah. right? Kane's got 75 caps, 51 goals. Um, that's because he plays consistently. Mm. You, you can't fully ingratiate a striker into your setup because you get so little time with the players these days at international level mm. without them just playing mm. and playing and playing and none of these players do. So that's the kind of context of this whole point I'm about to make, which is that I think that you have Rashford, who I think is of the quality to be able to do it, mm-hmm. but he falls foul of what I've just said. Yeah. Ivan Tony, who we just don't know yet yeah. because he's not had the chance, and Tammy Abraham, who I think for my own eye test, my own assessment of his ability, I am not fully convinced by. You kind of know what you're going to get with Abraham, whereas with Tony, it could be less, but it could be greater. But I think Tony does <clears throat> everything Abraham does, but he also does more. Yeah, okay. So and I, I, would, I would also say this. If you look at, I, I, I think I'm right, and I might be wrong on this, so do correct me if I am. I So Tony, sorry, Abraham's had a difficult time recently, as you've mentioned, and Roma, so I think when Roma won the Conference League, mm-hmm. Abraham was playing up front on his own, yeah. You know, in a kind of a four-three-two-one type formation. Mm-hmm. I don't watch a lot of Italian football, so yeah. I might be wrong. But he was playing a slightly different role. If you look at what I mentioned earlier with Ivan Tony, he can play in a two with Umbuomo in a what is effectively a four-four-two for Brentford, but Thomas Frank sometimes plays. But if you take the Brentford against, say Brentford beat Leeds five-two, mm. remember Tony scores a hat trick. Mm. He plays an essential striker of three, yeah. which is what England play. So to me, I feel like it feels much more like a, a kind of round peg and a round hole with Tony. You've just got that X factor. You don't know mm. whether the the occasion's yeah. maybe going to get to him. But you, I agree with you on that. I, we 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 probably think he, the occasion won't get to him. I think no. he'd be fine with it. The only other name I would I would chuck in there would be Callum Wilson. 
Yeah, so Callum's doing... And Wilson, was he, you know, he, he got a bronze medal at uh, the UEFA Nations League in 2019. Who never could forget, forget that? Never forget that. I, I literally did forget that. Well, I think uh, UEFA did, because they were just handed to Southgate in a bag. <laughs> uh, they are, lads. Uh, this hasn't you know, worked, has it? Should yeah. we take them? Don't wear them all at once. Yeah, but, so, so Wilson's also doing... In terms of goal scoring and finishing, he's up there. He's quite hard done by to not be mentioned in this chat more broadly. But it, it, it does change the way England play. I mean, again, with, with Calvert-Lewin as the backup to Kane, if Kane comes off, you know, or if something... It's not a question of a substitute because a substitute is often designed to give a different option. Mm. If something happens to Kane, then the whole setup needs to change and the, and the way they train and the way they play. Of course, Southgate will have thought about these permutations and they perhaps would have done a few drills, but they won't be nearly as drilled as they would be in, in, in the other way. So uh, Tony's the man, I think. To, to Definitely. And I think Callum Wilson's just struggled. In terms of finishing, mm. he's right up there. He is. No one can argue with that. But he's, he's, he's found it tough to stay fit mm-hmm. and get a consistent run and to 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 be banging that door down and yeah. having that PR push yeah, from yeah. the media and stuff long enough because he doesn't stay in people's conscience long enough yeah, because yeah. he's always injured not always but he, he has sure. injury problems the Tammy Abraham thing I would say is he's had one pretty good goal scoring season for Chelsea at the top level mm-hmm. and that's in 1920 I don't want to there's nothing wrong with this mm. so I don't this isn't necessarily a criticism but I'll just point it out mm-hmm. as further evidence a lot of his goals were against you know poor teams in the Premier League mm-hmm. they scored goals against Burnley Sheffield United yeah. Watford these types of I think he scored maybe got a goal actually to be fair maybe he got a goal against Arsenal no but I get take the point and, and then other than that his best performances have come in big championship goal scoring seasons mm-hmm. he's had one season at Roma where he's got like 17 and yeah, but people, goals can, people and can say this about Tony though when you start breaking it down like this sure but I, I just think Abraham's long a lo- weirdly enough because I don't know there's not much of an age difference at all but I think Abraham's almost like we've done that he's had 11 goes at it mm. for England he scored a few goals against nobody it's not, none of this is really his fault mm-hmm. I just personally think that Tony's a better player alright well we're going for Tony here we're, we're Team offici- Tony. Officially endorsing Tony as, we- as Kane's running mate. Tony the Tiger? <laughs> Vice- VP Tony. Let's do that. Let's do it. All right. Let's have a quick break. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Welcome back, everybody, to Lion's Watch. Right then, big Lukey baby, what's next? Take thermometer. Oh, here we go. Um, Some people love it, some people hate it. Um, 
It's none of their business, really, <laughs> is it? Because it's our thing. Uh, yeah, but we do want them to listen and come Please back. do still listen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Now, we love you all equally. Uh-huh. You're perfectly entitled to not really necessarily enjoy everything we do. If you, I mean, if you hate it, like, do that thing where, like, oh, I hate that show and therefore I watch loads of it. <laughs> yeah, okay. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Trying to think of a show. Like, so people do that with things like Made in Chelsea and stuff. Exactly, you? yeah. You're not one of those people. Well, no, because if I don't like something, I don't get involved with it. You don't watch any telly, though, do you? Really? Yeah, I do watch a bit. Of the telly. amount of times it comes up and you go, "I've never seen it." I've watched the news. You're not big on sci-fi or fantasy, are you? I like Star Wars and all that. And all that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you couldn't have sounded more like someone who knows nothing about Star Wars. No, I, 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 I honestly, you'd be surprised. It's actually called Star Trek these days. Is it really? Yeah, keep no, up with it. I didn't know um, that. Every week on Lions Watch, we obviously sense check a big opinion <laughs> on our patented take thermometer. Oh yeah. Um, it's fairly self-explanatory this one um, is something a pundit player or coach has said regarding the England men's team a hot take or a load of old shit um, <laughs> it's always going to happen yeah. the big man's finally submitted an here opinion we go, here we for the go. take thermometer it's Jose Mourinho um, to, to put it in perspective we probably could do a Mourinho quote every single week Yes, uh, we decided to do one this week oh. because I think it's personally a really interesting one oh, I do and we said we're not going to talk about defenders this week. There's a slight caveat to this because... In the of, first half. Of what, yeah, of what, jo, of what uh, Jose's piped up with. So Jose Mourinho said this week that if he was the coach of the national team, mm. he would do anything, this is the quote, I would do anything, right, his words, to have a player yeah. like yeah. Chris Smalling at my disposal. Mm. You see, good journalists would say, would start listing the things he would do. Yeah. So would you have a... <laughs> What's the w- follow-up? Like have like stick five what were the Dougla chilies in your mouth? Yeah, no, so I would. I would if a proper journalist, yeah. a great journalist, yeah. would mock up Jose Mourinho <laughs> in um, Victorian um, homeless child garb, right. make him do "I'd do anything" from the you know popular no, uh, yeah, musical yeah, Oliver. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'd do anything, anything for Smalling, for anything, anything. Yep, and yep. then would you go um, to Timbuk to yes. and Mourinho has to answer um, I don't think he would get involved no he that. wouldn't he wouldn't give a fuck about that but you're right it's the, the death of journalism so the first so fir- <laughs> that happened some time ago but <laughs> when they started giving us it's, well, I, I, I'm, just, I'm just confirming it the further explainer is in the full quote and everything Jose Mourinho said Smalling was thought to plan a two man defence in Manchester but now he's got the perfect acumen to plan a three man back line I don't think it's a lack of respect to Gareth Southgate when I say that I feel very sorry for a player who's playing at such a high level um, that won't get the opportunity he deserves. Now, there is an element to this that perhaps Mourinho wants to further boost the confidence of his player yeah. to get great performances from him uh, from Roma. But I do think it's interesting because I read something from our old friend James Horncastle fairly recently. Oh, yeah. A couple of other people who watch Italian football a lot more closely have said, mm. you know, look, they are calling this guy Smaldini oh, in Roma. Oh, come on. And they're not doing it sarcastically. No. They like the fact that he's a really, um, you know, quick player Quick, quick defender. Uh, he's six he, four. He's a big. He's experienced. He can. He can be a threat at set pieces. He scores goals. Play he's, for Fulham. He's part of it. I actually <laughs> saw his debut for Fulham. He scored his own goal. <laughs> yeah. Um, signing from Maidstone United. Uh, Maidstone United. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's big and powerful in both boxes, which of course is an English and England factor to that because England like to score from it, set it, pieces. Indeed, yeah. And a further bit of information, just for now, before I get your take or your your your, your rating of the take, mm. is that Southgate did go out to watch Roma ostensibly to see Abraham yeah. in the start at the start of September. He's going to be aware of Smalling. Smalling played and they lost four nil. Yeah. So that's not helped him. But there we go, Maldini. Maldini, he's not involved. <laughs> Mourinho thinks yeah. that Smalling should have a look. Uh-huh. Should be had. Should be should be looked at. Mm-hmm. England have had their own problems around the defence, as we've covered every single show since the existence of Lions Watch. <laughs> what do you think? I think it's quite a hot take. Yeah, 
I do. He's, You'd like to see it. 31 England caps. Hasn't played for England since 2017. Is that because you're eating this chilli at Craven Cottage? Yeah, exactly, So you're thinking yeah. he's got a bit of a link? I'm looking at the Victoria sponge thinking, oh, and that's going to cool me down nicely. Mm. I I think this isn't a bad take at all. And and I think that the, if England do need defenders, which looks like they, they, they do, um, he has to be in there. Now, I know we joked slightly in the first half about the 55-man yeah. list. Well, it's not a joke. It's happening. Well, it is happening. It was yeah. 35 to 55-man um, squad. I'd do 55. There's no downside. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Get them all in. Hmm. Uh, I'll play them all on the pitch. Yeah, exactly. In some sort of squid game scenario to, to, to whittle yeah. them down. Yeah. Survival of the fittest. Yeah. Uh, How's Keegan died? <laughs> He hasn't played for England for 50 years. If Keegan was managing, you'd be like, Kev, can I, can I really talk you out of this? Because yeah. you're not going to come off well. Um, what are you doing? I'll be there in a minute. I'm just wrapping Keggy up in cotton wool. <laughs> oh, dear. So, um, yeah, Smalling. I, th- I think it's good. And uh, So he slots you for you. If you need him, he slots you in there in the back three. He's yeah. got all the attributes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, and as I say, he's played for England many times. Now, he hasn't experienced the good times under Gareth Southgate. As I say, because the last time he played for England was 2017. But he has... 32 now, you're not bothered about that? No, I'm not bothered. It's okay, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, because the World Cup's this year. If it was in maybe five years' time, <laughs> then I might uh, say something else. So um, I, I think it's not bad. What do you think? Well, I think that he plays for Roma last time out, certainly. Um, he play generally, he plays in the th- middle of a three. Yeah. And we've got players who play there. Mm-hmm. And I, you know. It, we're going to get into the nuances of whether it's important to play on the left-hand side of a three or the middle mm, or whatever. Mm. And we've talked a bit about that because we've talked about moving stones here, there and everywhere. Yeah. And we've talked about Maguire. Um, I think with his experience yeah. and the things he's achieved and the things he's won mm-hmm. and his clearly impressive physical attributes, part of me thinks he's gets a pretty bad rap because of that era at United he was playing out yes. for some part you know I mean you had the Phil Jones thing you had everything that's mm-hmm. gone on at United in the last 10 years or so and he's a part of that he also came massively hyped yep. you know it was almost a bit like I think Hodgson brought him in at Fulham from Maidstone mm-hmm. he played well mm-hmm. um, but this is, I mean, this is a while ago now. it is but what I'm saying to you is it was like United came in very quick for him. He yeah. wasn't, wasn't a full and long, was he? Sure. And then he was up to the big league straight away. But do you feel there's too many years have gone by with, with, with playing for England and all that? And you just think, do you know what? If you, if you think about other defenders, say like Connor Cody, for example, who, who knows what it is, you know, is Smalling way better than Connor Cody? Perhaps not. Um, Cody knows the England camp. He's a very popular figure around there. da 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 You know, it's sort of a bit more tried and tested. But we're in a tough... Who, we're do, a... You, who do you drop for? Well, for exactly. Smalling? And we're in a tough position, chiefly because it's very difficult, if not impossible, for us to be able to compare what people are achieving in different leagues, yeah, in different styles of play. Mm. Smalling's added, obviously, a lot of tactical nows to his game. He's very experienced, and he should ideally be um, in his in his absolute prime now. Yeah, and he's played over thirty times for England, mm-hmm. so all that stuff has has value. Yeah. I think though it's very tough, given that Southgate likes to work with mm-hmm. a certain group of players, and, and he's quite loyal. It's hard to say to a Cody, you're out because Smalling's in. And I think the reason why Smalling would be in, it, it would be sort of one last job stuff. And I don't think I don't think he gets in the head of Dyer. Uh, yeah, and I think do you know what I said? It was quite a hot take. Actually, now I think it's quite a weak one. But you like, no, you, but you, but I, I sort of, but, I like the shout. I like, exactly, and I understand and, 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 it. And do you know what? We've we've we talked this to death, and that wasn't my intention. My intention here is mm-hmm. to to really tap into the instinct. Yeah. When it comes to the English, so yeah. initially you're like, that's a nice take. I'd be happy yeah, to see him. No, there. I, I agree. But when all things considered, I don't think Southgate's going to go for it. But then, but you're asking if I think it's a hot take. Whether will Southgate do it? Yeah, so, yeah. You've got to balance the two. You've got to balance yeah. the two. I, I think it's a, um, I think it's a pretty, a pretty hot take. I think it's nice to know he's there. I think it's nice to see Mourinho bigging him up. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I wouldn't be, get, based on what I've seen of him recently, which isn't a lot, admittedly, but what I have seen and what he's been able to achieve as a player, not just there, but really uh, throughout mm. his career, really. Um, you know, Conference League winner, you know, it's yeah. a, kind of counts. You, you need to say Europa League because they might think, well, did he win that at Maidstone? <laughs> I'm going to give it a, 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 a Trinidad Maruga Scorpion. There it is. Semi hot take. Let's have that then. Semi hot take. Let's have the Scorpion. Um, we, we should um, we should throw it over to our listeners. Which um, indeed we did do that this week. We we thought that we would do an exciting twist on the old your news section oh. and get Lions Watch listeners to, to submit their honest takes on the England team, so Marcus and I can uh, determine whether they're you know a Carolina Reaper or a, just a plain old lemon and herb, I suppose. So I'm going to run them through, uh. and I want you to give me instinctive yeah. takes. Okay. I want you to say hot yep. or not. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> You can put a chili in there if you want, but okay. you can get hot or not. Yeah. I want you to say Reaper yeah. or Lemon and Herb. <laughs> Reaper. Okay. Terrifying. Ready to go? Yes. Jeff, first Ooh. person to send in his take, so he gets the nod. With the injury situations facing England, Gareth Southgate should call up Ruben Loftus-Cheek. England could use a player of his versatility. Go. Reaper. I've thought about Loftus-Cheek. He, he was at the World Cup in Russia, so he played more, <laughs> more, more recently than Smalling. I'm going Reaper, Jeff. Reaper. I'm with you. Okay, next up, the amazingly named Lincoln, uh. who says, Jordan Henderson should not be on the plane. Piss off. <laughs> just, just piss off. He's pissing all over your lemon and that's, herb. That's that's not, I'm not even giving him the, the, the herb in the lemon and herb. <laughs> that's just a, it's a, little, a little globule of lemon juice on there. <laughs> Mark's up next. The real solution, if Kane isn't available... He's Foden as a false nine. No, yeah, Lemon and Herb. Okay. Um, England playing false nines. No, I'm sorry, that is far too complicated. Foden hasn't played a false nine all season because of Harlan anyway. I, look, do you know what, though? You look at some of those England players and you think, oh, yeah, it's a bit like when Southgate tried Trent Alexander-Arnold in midfield yeah. in the centre of midfield. Oh, these players, the attributes are kind of like, no, 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 no. Not happening. I don't want to be too sort of four four two in straight lines, okay. but no. So there's one hot take and two lemon and herb so far. By, by the way, you can chip in if you want. Well, you, why don't you do the next few from me then? All right, okay. Uh, we've got uh, one from H. Louise who said, Harrison Reed is in better form than Calvin Phillips. Get him on the plane. I mean, it, the first bit is definitely factual yeah. because Calvin Phillips isn't playing at all. He can't currently walk. Yeah, I'm in better form than Calvin <laughs> Phillips. <laughs> lemon and herb, he's not getting anywhere near Harrison it. Reed's not getting anywhere. I don't think that's right. Uh, from Tom, Dean Henderson should be in the conversation for the goalkeeper starting position. Lemon and herb. Yeah, nowhere near it. He's, you've got to get the rave on if you well, go no, in goal. Well, not he's nowhere near it. That's unfair. He'll probably be in the squad. Third choice. Yeah, I think that. I mean, realistically, that ship has long since sailed. That ship sailed mm-hmm. so long ago. They're dishing out lemon juice to stop the sailors getting scurvy. Yeah, lemon and, and lime. firing cannons at the French. <laughs> That's how long ago that ship sailed. <laughs> oh dear. Um, and by the way. Tom is not Dean Henderson in disguise sending that tweet in, yeah. uh, but that would be believable. What well, about this actually, one? Actually, his, his take was actually just Henderson. Oh, I've you... helped him out there by putting Dean. He yeah. could have been Jordan <laughs> for all we know. Indeed. Let's have a, one more from, from Blake. I think this one's, this one's okay. Uh, this one's interesting. Uh, ben White should absolutely be a starter, whether it's centre-back, right centre-back, or even right-back. Too good. Is Ben like... White too good for the England team? <laughs> Yeah, imagine that. Is that Gareth South got the phone? How's that Ben? Yeah. Um, yeah, I've got some bad news for you, Ben, I'm afraid, actually. You can book your summer holiday. You're overqualified you're for the position. You're not going to be in the England squad. Um, you're too good, actually. Do you know, do you, have you ever heard of that? A friend of yours has gone for a, or maybe even yourself, for a job interview, and they've gone, you, too you, you're too qualified. You're like, well, surely you must really want me then. That's never happened to me. <laughs> no one's ever mentioned those, that can phrase. You, can you imagine, though? Yeah. Oh, you, you, what, it says here you scored 50 goals last season. I mean, we our top scorer last season only got 11. I think you're... You should join another team. It's not, not You'll get you. bored. Yeah. <laughs> so, what do you think of that? I ben think it's White. a hot take. I think Arsenal hot top, take? Arsenal top of the league. You, you, can't, you, can't, you can't deny it forever. Yeah. 
Arsenal are top of the league. I've, I've never and, denied that. And <laughs> and so I don't I don't have a problem with Blake saying that. No, I think it's all, I think that's not too bad. Mm. So, but but like starting, he said White should absolutely be a starter. I promise. Listen to the whole take. You and I both promised our listeners yeah. we weren't doing defenders today. <laughs> we've we've started the oh, show about on, defenders. We've done off the break talking exclusively about defenders. Now we're ending the show with defenders. Yeah, okay. I, no, I th- I think I think you look at the situation with Reese James. Yeah. You look at the fact that, that he's playing at a very high level and the team are top of the league. He's clearly a well-rated player with a high ceiling. He costs a lot of money. People don't chuck, chuck that money away for a reason. I don't think it's a terrible... Um, I don't think it's a terrible take at all. I think it's a hot take. I'm giving it Carolina Reaper. Okay. Uh, I'm, I'm fine with it. Well, okay. Well, last one, actually. I did say Blake was the last one. I've got one here from um, Sparkus Meller. Oh, Jesus. Um, Sven should be brought in on a consultory role. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what? I was watching Newsnight last night okay. and they had an MP on there called Peter Bone. You know him? Uh, you yeah, look I, him up. I do, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and it, if uh, someone's surname's Bone, you, you remember that. I couldn't get past, I couldn't listen to anything he was saying. He's an awful politician by the look of it. But I couldn't get past... Not them I couldn't get, can get past the fact that he looks like someone's tried to rebuild Sven from memory. <laughs> someone's tried to rebuild Sven from memory with no notes. Look, yeah, I'll I, show you a picture now. Yeah, yeah. No, you are... <laughs> It looks exactly like him, but just slightly different. Yeah, a touch of Barry Davis in there as well. Yeah, there we go. Pleasing to see. On that note, we should go. We really should go. Thanks for listening, everyone. Thank you, everybody. It's Get your hot takes in if you want. Damn right. Get in yeah. touch. Uh, you know what to do um, at Football Ramble uh, or, or show at footballramble.com. Yeah, in our plan for Lions Watch, we obviously had eight episodes leading up to the World Cup. This this Next week was around the time we started to feel like we probably would run out of things to talk about. Yeah. So get involved. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we, we, we really do need you. Yeah, but we will be back, uh, of course, next Saturday and every Saturday until the start of the World Cup. Just four more to go. Yeah. Isn't that something? I can't, I can't get my that brain to process it. I told you at the start of the show. You're having, this is your cheese muffin again, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It, it, this is quite sad. Um, before that, it's we, just the way my trousers are hanging. <laughs> absolutely. Uh, but we will see you, of course, uh, for the usual uh, football ramble on Monday, rounding up the best action from the weekend. There we are. Thank you for Luke Moore. Thank you for Luke Moore. Thank, thank you, you for, for everybody. Thank you for Marcus Speller. There we are. And thank you for all those wonderful little soft furry kittens everywhere that bring joy to everyone too. Indeed. See you soon. Football Ramble is a Stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network.